0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Missy Reed, and this is my broken hallelujah. I thought on this episode, we'll kind of pick up where we left off kind of the theme (laughs) of the last three podcasts. And if you were able to catch any of those, it was basically kind of the shortest version is the Lord is really calling me in to deal with some Lingering memories from the night that I was used in a satanic ritual. He's also called me to go in deeper with him and his word, meditate on it just to set and praise and worship, pray in tongues. And then the last couple of days, I guess three days he had me fast and that was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be with zero food. And I also had to give up coffee for those those days. That was really hard. <laughs> I think I whined more about the coffee than I did the food, <laughs> but that's okay. I did it, and I I joke about it, but it it was really hard. And during that time, the Lord, you know, told me that. I, this things are going to get hard. The things that he needs me to deal with walking through the refiner's fire is going to be hard. And then honestly, yesterday when he confronted me on some things that I needed to do, it proved to be very hard and I should have known. <laughs> and I, I'm still working through it. I'm still trying to release and I'm trying to forgive. And it's not necessarily forgiveness of the people that abused me. It's people that actually were close to me and have done things or said things or acted in certain ways that has made me put up a wall between them and I, and I keep them at arm's length. And it's because I had unforgiveness and I'm still working my way through that forgiveness. It's it's a decision first for me in this situation, and then it's praying it out. And the Lord really started showing me that I wear kind of this wall as a defense mechanism because of my abuse, I became very self-sufficient and self-comforting. You know, at that time in my life, nobody really seen me and nobody was going to come and save me. And I figured that out at eight years old. So all the things that happened to me, I learned how to deal with myself and put them in a place where I could live life and that was basically burying them and I'm not just saying that if had people known of course they would have come and saved me but at that age when you don't have anyone really watching you or looking at you simply because of life or they just don't want to or whatever you you take that as a form of rejection and abandonment. And on some level, it was. There were things that were said and done that absolutely were rejection and abandonment. And while I thought I had worked through all of that, I was quickly reminded (laughs) yesterday that I haven't. There are people that... I don't let close to me, or I don't really let them in to my inner, inner circle. And some don't want to be, and that, you know, that's okay. It's just hard to always have a one-sided conversation. And so I started getting really angry about that, that anytime I tried to talk about anything else that, especially anything that the Lord was doing in my life, the subject always got changed. Somehow, some someway, it, it became a very one-sided conversation. Again, it went a lot deeper than that. And so when the Lord said, I need you to let all of this go, I didn't know how. I'm still figuring out how because it is so deeply buried in me that it's hard to just let it go. like it's not something that they cut me off in traffic or something. this some of some of these people go back years and some of them don't and but the hurt was still just as deep. so it's been a little rough. <laughs> I had to say out loud several times, no, Lord, I will find a way to do this. I will forgive these people. I will let this go and I will give you all of that. I will let go of the thing that makes me self-sufficient and I will learn to depend on you and you alone. Because the enemy and my own mind was telling me, you can't do that. You, if you let that go, you will be absolutely exposed and people are going to betray you again. They're going to hurt you again. They're going to still want to have one-sided conversations. They are not going to take responsibility for their own actions and apologize. They're going to always want to see you fail And that I'm not prepared for, if I'm being honest. There's a part of my skin that's very tough to a certain part of people. Actually, to a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean it that way. But if I feel like you are trying to come against me, I can put up a wall and I can wish you well in life and hope you carry on and do just fine. I don't wish you harm, but just you go to your lane and I'll stay in mine. And that's not Jesus. I'm not saying you have to be beat up on or taken advantage of or anything like that, but you do have to forgive and you have to move on and you have to release those people to the Lord And it's hard, especially for people who come from abuse and who really were left to their own devices. And I've stated before that I'm back in counseling to deal with the last little bit of that night, uh, the satanic ritual. And she's brought up like she always does. And I believe it's (laughs) probably God, you know, some things that really kind of annoyed me and and really just kind of stuck to me and I will have to go and deal with that as well. And I will, I absolutely will. It's just one thing at a time. So this morning when I was up praying and really just telling the Lord, I submit it all to you. I, I don't know how to lay it down fully, but I know you do. And I know that you'll walk me through that. And I'll know that you'll show me. And I even said, you know, Lord, there's people that get delivered from this instantly. And if that's a miracle that's in heaven for me, I would like that. (laughs) It's, It's not as of right now. It could happen later today or tomorrow, but as of right now, I think because I have such a thick wall that, um, I, I've got to learn, there's something else to learn. So anyway, when I was praying and when I was really just kind of pouring it out to the Lord and just praying in the spirit and worshiping him, I felt in my spirit, the Jesus say, "Come and walk the narrow path with me." This is where I lose many because it it's hard. And all of a sudden, I was instantly remembered of the scripture. But small is the gate, narrow the road that leads to life. Only a few find it, and that's Matthew seven fourteen. And when I did research on that, I realized what that was saying exactly. I just thought it was the few that find Christ and, and the majority don't look for him or don't really want to follow them because they think that it's this whole thing that it's not. But what that actually means is you will have to do the hard work. It's hard to die to self. It's hard to submit it all. It's hard not to want to pick up your junk and carry it. I think I said before about the vision I had about this, just this big piece of metal kind of silver looking, just rock that I just was praying and I just heard it just, it came from me and it, I was just laid it down on the stairs of the throne room of heaven. And I heard it clink, you know, how metal will hit the ground and it will clink I heard that in my spirit even, and I just sat with it because I thought, well, here it all is. I I don't know what to do with it. And I noticed in the vision that I I still had my arm around this metal rock thinking, I want to let it go. I'm sitting here with it, but I'm actually holding on to it. It's almost like I didn't want it to fall down the stairs. And in that vision, Jesus came in and sat on the stairs on the other side of the rock. And he just sat there and didn't say a word until, until today when he said, walk with me on the narrow path. This is where I lose many because it gets hard. And it's so true. There's so many things you just have to do and you have to accept and you have to grow your faith and you have to deal with. I mean, there's just, it could be anything. It, it could be like what I'm having to deal with, you know, your coat of anger or your wall of protection, or even just the fact that you need to deal with your past, your abuse. You have to forgive and maybe you're in a relationship or was in a relationship that they cheated and you can't get over it. You feel like that affair cost you everything. And it broke you in a way that you didn't even know you could be broken. Or maybe it's dying to self. Maybe it's giving up your wine. And you think, I, I don't know how to how to do that. I, I, I don't know how to give up my nightly bottle of wine because if I take that away, how am I going to deal with life? This is what relaxes me. This is what helps me sleep or dying to self and giving up your gluttony. If you're overeating and using food as comfort, how are you going to give that up if you don't have the ability to comfort yourself with food? And I, I know I, I did that for years. I'm not a drinker, but I was an overeater and food was my comfort. And when the Lord calls you to go deeper with Him and to die to self and to really grow your faith and learn to depend on Him and to trust Him to be your comforter, that sometimes it's just going to feel bad and there's not going to be any food that can take that away. That's hard. That's really, really hard to have to give up vices that we've carried for years, some of us. And forgiveness is really hard, even self-forgiveness. I think that's probably the hardest. When you do something that you know is wrong and you do it anyway. I I get it. I get it. And... There will come a time of release, of laying it all down. And that's where I am. I would rather walk the narrow path with the Lord, die to self, learn to depend on Him, forgive and release, and go wherever the Lord calls me to go. But holy moly, is it hard! <laughs> I couldn't even cry yesterday. It's so weird because I'm I will cry at a commercial or a video on Instagram of a soldier surprising their child coming home, but on my own hurt because I was so conditioned not to cry during the abuse. I was so told not to cry or I even became defiant and wouldn't even want them to see me cry, to see that they hurt me, that when I need to cry for my own emotional health, I guess, I can't. And so that in itself is a whole nother podcast. (laughs) But when you can't even get a release from crying you literally just have to sit with the Lord. You literally just have to sit there. And it's not easy. It's not easy to walk the narrow path, the narrow road. But it does lead to life. It does lead to freedom. I, I believe that with everything in me. I, I know it. I had absolute freedom from my abortion. I have absolute freedom from the abuse that I suffered. But I don't have freedom in the area of learning to forgive and absolutely releasing it and never picking it up. And I don't mean just saying I forgive you. I mean saying I forgive you and it's complete. I don't have that. Mine is, I forgive you, but I'll never trust you again. Not completely, not fully. And that's not how we're supposed to live life. That's not how we're supposed to do things. And again, I'm not speaking to situations of if you're being abused or, or anything like that, please don't misunderstand what I'm saying. In that case, you don't you 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 do need to forgive and let it go but you don't have to have a relationship with someone that's abusing you 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 don't have to stay in that i'm a firm believer that god would never ask you to stay in a place where you're being hurt and abused i just i'll never believe that but what i'm talking about is more of a heart thing more of dying to self. And I know I keep saying it. I think I'm just trying to remind myself that that's what I'm doing on this journey. I'm trying to die to self. I'm trying to take everything in and let it all go as the Lord brings it to my mind and memory. And it's hard. I think it's harder because the the people that God's... Asked me to forgive, or people that are close to me or were once close to me. And for some reason, to me, that's harder to do than people who abused me. Once I processed all of that and I had my righteous anger and I was able to let that go and let them go completely, it was easier than the people who are closer to me or were once close to me. So that's where I'm at. (laughs) I thought I would just kind of keep the theme going, as I say, and update you on everything that's kind of going on right now. August seems to be a month where the Lord is calling a lot of things into focus that need to be dealt with need to close doors to the enemy and a lot of people's lives, this kind of stuff. Um, just, it just feels like we're on the cusp of going here. We're going to stop here for a minute, deal with all of this. And then we're going to go on to something else and we're going to go a level up. And I know a lot of people, myself included, that have been called to fast And the fast is very, very specific for me. uh, And also the other people that I know, like I said, I did have to give up coffee. I actually had to give up coffee for 10 days. And if you know me at all, you know how much I love coffee. I look forward to getting up in the morning and having a cup of coffee with the Lord and I kind of didn't know what to do with myself for about 10 days. <laughs> Today is the first day that I got coffee and I feel like I am running 90 to nothing and I love it. <laughs> but anyway, as I was saying, I feel like August, the Lord is really calling us again to go deeper, to to work some things out, to solve some things to let him have some things and go from there. I think where we're going as far as a nation, I'm I'm in the United States, but even the world, we are going to have to be so grounded in the word, in Jesus, because I do believe things will get dark. The word says it will. I do believe we are, on the cusp of the great harvest. And I know for me, I want to be who the Lord needs me to be to help to win people to him. My heart is that nobody perishes and goes to hell. I understand what hell is. I've seen it. Well, I mean, not personally, (laughs) but I've seen a fraction of what it could be just in one night of my life at eight years old, when I seen demons manifest through some of the most evil people. And it felt like Satan himself had entered that room. I don't want anyone to ever experience that. I don't. And that wasn't even hell. Hell is a million times worse. So I want to do the hard work. I want to figure this out. I want to be able to walk the narrow path. You know, it says that the gate is small, which is another, it's narrow too. Not just the path, but the gate. And I believe to pass through it and to walk it is a time is now. The time is to sit down and pray, Lord, show me anything in my life that I need to change. How to be more like you so that I can participate in this harvest that's coming in time harvest. A lot of people call it the billion soul harvest, which I personally had a dream about three years ago. Or just to be able to have a closer relationship with you. Show me where I need to change, what I need to give up. Give me the strength, Lord, to change it and to give it up. Help me and show me and continue to pray. It may take you two weeks of praying the same thing. It, and he'll continue to show. I think Jesse Green just released something about praying a certain way for 30 days. And I would say this is the same. Ask every day for 30 days and see what happens. See what the Lord brings up. And don't be surprised if it's hard. Don't be surprised if you're surprised. He will absolutely ask you to lay things down that will take you a couple of steps backwards or take your breath away. Because you had made peace with it and really felt like it was okay until he told you it wasn't. I know for myself, that's where I'm at, but we'll get there together. We'll we'll do this. We'll be out there. We'll be (laughs) cheering each other on. Anyway, I just wanted to do a quick check in and just... Let you know I'm still here. I'm still walking through all the things right along with you guys. Remember, I'm here if you need me. You can always contact me through my website, missyreadministries.com I would love to pray for you guys. If you need anything, please feel free to reach out. Or even if you have some insight, that would be awesome too. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.